Welcome to Brutal Honesty. This is your host, Maricela, and this is Belen. Welcome, everyone. Bienvenidos. Yo, we got a big old announcement to make, y'all. Are you driving without car insurance? Let's really hope not. Mm-hmm. But if you are, you can always give Lasso Insurance a call and they could help you out. You could call Guillermo directly at 303-335-0546. He could also help you out with motorcycle renters and homeowners insurance. And just know, he's faster than Billy the Kid. (laughs) So, you may ask, who the fuck is Billy the Kid? Because I sure as fuck did too. (laughs) So I looked up Billy the Kid. Please enlighten us. <laughs> so Billy the Kid actually died in 1881. Mm. So I was like, how the fuck are we supposed to know this? But what I loved about Billy the Kid is that in 81 when he died, 1881 when he died, he shot eight men and killed eight men before he was shot. Wow. That's how you know he was fucking fast. So... That is pretty fast. Mm-hmm. Billy the Kid was lightning. Fuck yeah. So if you call Guillermo, it'll be like, <laughs> you got insurance. <laughs> so definitely give him a call. Well, welcome. It's the beginning of November. How's everybody feeling? You know, I think we're all kind of going through some tense times, but it was Halloween. It was COVID. I'm used to going to Halloween parties uh homegirls neva's house every year and that didn't happen yeah neva usually throws down and she has like this epic halloween annual party mm-hmm. and it's different this year there's it's a, you really can't even gather with more than just your close family and friends mm-hmm. and mostly family so it was just kind of you know it was a little sad but speaking of those amazing parties that I miss so much. I'll leave y'all with a positive, beautiful memory I have of one of those times. Okay. Where Neva's party was cracking so bad that she may have been dancing with a cop thinking he was in a costume. (laughs) Okay, so wait. This is the best story ever. <laughs> so, like, these these parties are epic, and usually the neighbors are notified that there's a party going to happen. Whatever. It was, like, 2 in the morning, and this very attractive <laughs> mm-hmm. police officer shows up, and he's borderline. He's as attractive that you almost could confuse him, like, a one of those, like, those stripper cops. Yeah. <laughs> and this was an outdoor party, by the way. <laughs> And um, let's just say he was welcomed into the party. He was encouraged to stay at the party. (laughs) I can picture her doing that too. Uh, Good times. Very good times. (laughs) Very good times. And it was almost like, you know, Halloween this year was kind of dead for most people. Ha ha. Um, (laughs) But... It was almost like, thanks. We went from that to just like, tomorrow is election day. Yeah, so it's a huge, huge day here in the U.S. of A. Because we are going to, I mean, we're going to know what our elections are going to, what people voted for. Mm 
mm-hmm. or who they voted for. And so with that being said, it sparked an idea in regards to what our episode is going to be this week. We wanted to kind of talk about tolerance and just kind of what, how people are feeling right now mm-hmm. in this political climate. And there's been a lot going on, particularly in social media with like celebrities or people with strong followers being canceled and a lot of people just having lots of courage behind the keyboard. Right. I think, I, I mean, and not only not polit- not just politically, but I think overall, mm-hmm. I feel like we socially have really created this courage behind a keyboard. That's exactly what it is. Behind a keyboard, um, we become, I feel like a lot of us, I don't know if we're more honest or less tolerant or very opinionated. Um, and that could sometimes turn into cyberbullying. Mm-hmm. And I think the reason why a lot of people are more brave behind the keyboard, I think it's because you're not having to look at someone in the eye while you say a lot of the things that you do. And for me in the past, and this goes like way back, like 10 years ago even, um, I've always been very passionate about different beliefs, like all over the spectrum. And y'all know I'm an immigrant, right? So I have (laughs) lots of things to say about that. And I remember back in the day, I used to read comments on different, I don't know, like news report, you know, just shit people post on social media. I Mm -hmm. used to be like, hmm, I wonder what's in the comments. And I would become so agitated. Mm -hmm. I would start arguing with people. So you you would engage in them? Yes, because I just felt this urge to correct their ignorance. Yeah. And then I learned not to do that because it was just too toxic for me. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. So I'll give you an example because you just made me think of something. I know a few um, years back, I was on social media and our local... Um, news here, Nine News had posted, I don't know, it was like the Parade of Lights. So every year here in Colorado, we have a Parade of Lights. And mm-hmm. it's just it's just a holiday thing. And it's a march. It's just it's really cool. But um, in that Parade of Lights, there was a school that was singing in Spanish. And so they highlighted this on Nine News. And I thought it was really cool because actually saying like, Feliz Navidad. Um, dun, 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 dun. Feliz Navidad. Like a very... Everybody knows that song. Mm-hmm. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. Super innocent. These kids that are like in kindergarten, first grade. And then I looked at the comments and it was like, go back to your country. Like, and I, it was these adults who were, who were just being, being very mean to these, I mean, just in general, like it was just very, it was, it was very hard for me to read those comments because I couldn't, I just couldn't comprehend how it affected them so much that they had to take the time to comment on it. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they were kids and the fact that I feel like for the most part, Denver's a pretty inclusive, inclusive city. And so to see those comments, because you don't see people openly 
say those things. Mm -hmm. Even if there were people at the Parade of Lights watching these kids sing, you didn't hear these people screaming, go back to your country, speak English. But behind a keyboard is a whole different story. And so I get what you're saying about that. And and it was just, I didn't comment, I didn't engage, but it was just kind of like, um, I guess I was more shocked Mm -hmm. by the fact that that was actually there. And there wasn't just one, it was like a few of them. And I was like, wow. Dude, that shit boils my blood. And if I have to say a strong statement tonight, <laughs> let it fucking be this. I got two. One, and it's around that. One, let me just say, and I love all of our listeners, but let me just say, people of color, particularly indigenous people, Mexican people, and I'm saying Mexican on purpose, I don't mean Latino, but Latinos in general are native to this fucking land. Mm-hmm. They were here first. Hello. So really go back to your country. You go back to fucking Eastern Europe. How about that? But this is the thing. We don't teach. That's not taught. That's not taught. We're not. When I was in elementary school, that was never taught that Colorado, Arizona, New Mexico, Texas, California, they were all a part of Mexico. Mm-hmm. So it is just ignorant people who feel entitled and just entitlement is a huge thing nowadays where we there's a certain entitlement that we carry that we could belittle other people because of their belief system, because of their culture, because of their, mm-hmm. because they like certain things. I mean, we just, we have created, we have created an environment where we could no longer have conversations and perhaps educate one another. We, we create a culture we, where we attack one another. Right. So if someone ever tells you, go back home, you are home, you are native to the Americas. The other thing, too, is that, y'all, the U.S. is so fucking far behind on languages. Every other country start teaching kids multilingual. They have multilingual classes, like first, second grade. Mm -hmm. And for here, it's a choice that parents make. But don't be so darn fucking ignorant. Like, And it's encouraged in other countries. It's encouraged and it's almost like, what, you don't speak three languages? Oh, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? <laughs> and when we travel, like I've seen where Americans travel and they expect for other countries to adapt to the English language. Mm-hmm. Like, again, we feel entitled even in other countries, which is... But the interesting thing is that a lot of other countries do speak English yeah. and they don't have a problem. Like they learned that. So I'm from Argentina. Well, you guys don't. I'm from Argentina <laughs> and I started learning English in Argentina in kindergarten. Was it- that a requirement in Argentina? Yeah, it was part of it. And then in third grade, we started learning French. See? So I'm like... And I think when you learn a different language... Okay, so you were in Argentina. You yeah. were learning the English language. You were learning... Um, French as well. I cheated on my little. I swear. But you, I feel like unknowingly, that already makes you more tolerant of other cultures. When you're learning someone else's, another country's language, you're automatically becoming more tolerant and more inclusive of other people's language and culture within Mm -hmm. yourself. So thus, because we're such an English only mindset sometimes in certain parts of the nation here, right away, you're internally building entitlement and you're excluding every 
you're excluding everyone else, if that makes sense. Yeah, but you know what it is? It's fucking insecurity. That's all it is. Okay, people, tell me more. People feel entitled or whatever because they're insecure, because our system is shitty, because we don't learn about the world in ways that we should. So what do we have to hold on to? Just that. It makes no fucking sense. But thank you for sharing that story because <laughs> now you're <laughs> you enlightened me and you fucking Well, it's just, you know, when I I really hope that people who do listen to our pod, to our podcast could actually really um really think about what we say um and take it in because it's I saw the Target commercial as well and it was they sang a song and it was I can't remember. It was a song in Spanish. And again, the comments were so offensive. And it's a target. It was a it was a baby commercial for babies. People get so I don't know where this anger. I'm just so curious to know where this anger. And you and I and Pancho, we come from like an undocumented immigrant background. And so obviously our point our point of view is very different from perhaps other people who were born here who, you know, who, you know, who are not immigrant or have no kind of um of background from other countries. Mm-hmm. But I just don't understand I don't understand the anger behind it and how that turns. But so that's that's one portion of it. There's also when I think of like tolerance, I also think of like mom shaming. And I think I, I I briefly brought that up to you, how even now, like we're so judgmental on how, how people raise their kids. Like we focus so much on other people's behavior. We're so quick at pointing the other finger and, and we're so quick at pointing the finger and looking at their, at their bads or something that you don't disagree with. And people could be so mean about it, mm-hmm. um, that we just need to really worry about our own behavior. When I think now with social media, well, just with everything in general, we have so much more access to seeing how people live, what people do every day, like how much they post. So then that just kind of creates this opportunity to publicly shame people. Because mm-hmm. I think it's public shaming. It is public shaming. For example, I'll go to the mom shaming thing. Um, a mom... Um, got her little girl's ears pierced. She was like a few months old and she got her ears pierced. Comments after comments of just people having an opinion about, having a negative opinion about, and mom shaming this mom for doing that. And it's just... When in a lot of countries, that's culturally acceptable. That's culturally normal, yeah. Mm -hmm. But again, we just feel so... We have to give our opinion. We're so opinionated. Like keep mm-hmm. your opinion. Some opinions are just, just keep them to yourself. Like if you're not, if you're not helping a situation, if you're not asking, why do you pierce your baby's earrings, your parents, ear, your baby's ears, that's, that would be an opportunity for you to learn why perhaps, mm-hmm. you know, they're doing that. And I feel like we no longer are able to have conversations with the intention of learning. We want to have conversations with the intention of convincing the other person that your opinion, that your point of view is correct. You know, and I think that's where we kind of go. Mm -hmm. That's where we kind of, that's where the anger comes. And I think it's just the way we ask things, right? So Mm -hmm. like, even with what you said with like, like, why would, why did you do this? I think for some people, like 
some people can take that the wrong way. But if you were to say, like, can you help me understand, yeah. like, why, like, what's the deal with this shit? Yeah. Like, I think it's a great opportunity to explain and also learn. Not that people have to explain themselves. I think some people are fucking bored. I don't know. I love to judge sometimes. <laughs> But I don't take the time to, like, make someone else's life miserable because I also believe in karma. Well, and I think you're saying that you like to judge. I think that's human nature. We all judge. We all judge each other. There's not a single day that I get up and finish my day without judging someone. Like, either their shoes. I mean, they were so... It's human nature. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not at that level. (laughs) I mean, I am like, why did you wear those shoes? It could be something so simple as that. But I think we all judge. Or why... I don't know. It could be... Like when producer posts on social media and he misspells something, I'm like, oh, you can't be those people. <laughs> yeah, I hate misspelling shit. That's... But yeah, we all do it. And I think we do it intentionally and sometimes unintentionally. And I think that's normal mm-hmm. and fun sometimes. Well, yeah. Yeah, it is. And I think for me, I enjoy meeting people with different opinions and getting... Because it's an opportunity to learn. Like, I don't mind if someone feel strongly about something. I'm curious to know why they feel that way because we all have different backgrounds and everyone has their own belief system based on their experience, based on perhaps their family's experience, based on their background, based on their environment. You know, we all we all bring something different to the table and it's interesting to be across the table with someone that's different because Asking the questions in the right way, mm-hmm. it gives you an opportunity to gauge where they're coming from, not necessarily to try to even convince them of your opinion if it's different, but to just try to like create more compassion with one another and be like, I get it. I get that perhaps your your dad was a veteran and he died in World War II and this is why you're so blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. I get it now. You know what I mean? Instead of being... So making assumptions of other people and quickly, quickly canceling them, I guess you could say. Yeah. See, I like to believe I'm as good of a person as you are. I don't think I am. <laughs> like I hear on a daily basis, like different stories, different values, like that are very different from mine. And I think if I look at it from that lens, I can be very understanding and like, non-judgmental but I think very deep in my personal life like there are certain things that I cannot tolerate and I am very liberal so it's like certain things I want to be able to sit down and listen but I am so passionate about the opposite perspective, which it's good to still hear the perspective because that's how you learn mm-hmm. how to prove your point. <laughs> Just <kidding. laughs> But like I've come to understanding that it's impossible to change. Well, it's not impossible. It's difficult to change someone's perspective if they're just as passionate as you are. You really both have to meet in the middle about learning. And there's a lot of things I'm willing to learn about, but there's a lot of things where I find myself, and I'm not saying it's right, but I find myself being like, nope, you're fucking ignorant, bye. And like shutting down mentally. And there, you're going to come across those people, like without a doubt. You, I'm not saying you could have a conversation um, every single time 
in a civil way where right. you're able to really learn from each other. No, that's not going to happen all the time because it really, it really, you have to have a mature mindset and you have to have, you can't talk to someone if they're not going to provide the respect of listening. Right. That's true. You know, so it's not going to always be like that. And then, yeah, you just can't have a conversation all the time with everyone, but hopefully, hopefully there are opportunities where we are able to like, just kind of sit down with people that are different from us um, mm. and kind of not to agree with them, but just kind of understand why they they believe what they do or whatnot. I dig that. I Yeah, I totally dig that. Pancho? You've been very quiet, Pancho. Well, it looked like you had something to say. <laughs> Otherwise, no. go back to producing. <laughs> I was just going to say that if anybody in tells you not to speak Spanish in Colorado to just tell them that Colorado means red in Spanish. Ooh. For the red um, soils that we have, like red rocks and stuff like that. That's why yeah. it was named that. Well, and I don't think people know that. You know, well, there but, you go. But, <laughs> yeah, no. No, I think it's really cool. I think it's just we're all ignorant in something. And sometimes... Yeah. I love being ignorant. <laughs> shit. To your convenience. No, but we're all <laughs> ignorant. <true. laughs> we're all ignorant in something. We really are. And ignorant is bliss, right? It can be, yeah. I mm. mean, we're all ignorant and there's the purposely ignorant and there's the I really didn't know that ignorant. Ignorance. Yeah. You know, and so um like I said, I really thought I always think the best in people before I think the worst of them. And mm-hmm. and even with this whole political climate, going back to that, you could feel the tension. You could feel the tension between the left and the right. And it's almost like we could not... I think there's a lot of core values in both parties that we could align with, but we're so... We're so quick to just... And I don't know if it's because our current president has created that kind of like environment where it's more, it's more okay to be disrespectful. It's more okay to, to, I don't even know. I feel like he's made it, he's made patriotism so angry. Like it's, I feel like patriotism has changed or being patriotic means different under the Trump administration. Like, I, I feel like it's, I don't know if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Right. Like being, being a proud American, you should be a proud American. If this is your country, you should be proud to swing that flag. It's because it's, it's beautiful. Every person should be patriotic of their own nation. And even us as immigrants, we should be proud of living here in the United States. But I just feel like our president has created a very, well, he took ownership of that. Of the in a very negative American. way. Yeah. Thank you. That's it. That's like it. now, yeah. if you wave the flag, what are you inclined to think? Yeah. Right. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's there unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, that's right. an, it's so, it's unfortunate that that's what it's kind of turned into. Why did you laugh, Pancho? I laughed because <laughs> I could see <laughs> when, when she said that we could align with either side, I could see that you're not okay with that. Like, I don't see you aligning with... I only see you aligning with one side. That makes sense. No. 
confused. Okay, never mind. Um, kind of mean? like the core value. Like what I said was that I feel like both parties right. have certain core values that we could all agree with. Like I feel like it's human. Like as humans, we could possibly like align with. Would you right. agree with that? And he's thinking that you that might not be the case for you. Like I, your core values all align with one side. My core values align with fucking like true humanistic mm-hmm. fucking beliefs. Right. And parties are fucking parties. Mm-hmm. I believe in who is better for people and who is worse for people. And in this fucking scenario, we know who's not good for people because like Mari, you talk about hostile environment yeah the reality is is that black people are dying brown people are dying and racism is just out and about walking down the street today i got called a baby killer i got called to find a job i was told to find a job and i have a very good job thankfully knock on wood and i love my job (laughs) so again it comes from a place of ignorance it comes i truly think it's because people are insecure of what i don't know that we're better we've always been better no i'm just kidding (laughs) but you know i think that's i think that's the issue is some people are scared of competition like if you go back into history there were so many hurdles for people of color that there wasn't very much competition but people of color are Latinos or uh, everyone. everyone. But mm-hmm. we are some resilient ass people. You know, we fucking believe resiliency. That's the tattoo that I told producer to tattoo on my wrist that I'm still waiting for. We are very <laughs> resilient people. And I think that can be intimidating mm-hmm. for sure. Do you think that resilience has anything to do with the fact that we know that there's hurdles for us? And like that we know that we have to get through them. And if we don't, then we fall harder. Because we got no other choice. Absolutely. I think going through struggles is what makes people resilient. And I think everyone goes through struggles, right? That's not minimizing the white experience. There's just certain privileges that are given without having worked for them. Mm -hmm. And I think people of color have to work for everything. So we... There's just extra built-in, like, two-for-one resilient. Like, right. we got that. Yeah, like, I was telling one of my friends, like, um, you know, like like us three at the table, we will never know how many jobs we got turned down just because of our names. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's, mm-hmm. I think that's, that's the issue is that, um, you know, everybody has their judgment for people. But when your judgment hinders someone from moving ahead in life, I think that's, what we're act- what we're trying to fight for as far as equality like your prejudices shouldn't um limit us from getting ahead in life well and i think again going back to people just get have more courage behind the keyboard and y'all talk you guys know i suck if our listeners haven't realized it yet <laughs> like you should i suck with celebrities like music i love music but don't ask me who sings what unless it's j Balvin, bad bunny or what the lyrics are (laughs) i butcher all the lyrics i'd be thinking they're saying something else in my head but like like... (laughs) (laughs) but like this whole cancel culture Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. what the fuck is up with it like I had to ask someone I know, like, what is that? Like, do they block your profile? <laughs> well, I mean, it's just like you can't, you, you can't, you can't have a different opinion. 
than the popular vote or what we we think is a popular vote in the sense mm-hmm. of like mm-hmm. oh I'm trying to think what was canceled recently um but you can't ha- you can't have an opinion anymore because it's almost like you get attacked if you if you have a different opinion right yeah like if you stand with Trump I feel like that's an easy way to get canceled like in this climate yeah well I agree Let's <laughs> yeah. cancel the no, but I mean, I think that's part of the American, like the beauty of living here is that you are free you to believe whatever you want. Like, I think, well, I won't get into what I believe, but <laughs> you, uh, if you stand with one more than the other, I, the, you know, that's your right. That is your right, and that's and that's why I go back to you. You should, we should be okay. We should be okay if you want to support whoever you want to support. Like, right. that's what makes this nation what this nation is right. we're not in a dictatorship if you want to support whoever you want to support that should be okay and we i shouldn't feel the need to attack you because you have a different view about right. something and again i think that's i feel like we're losing that i feel like we're turning into i feel like we're turning into Again, just not having any tolerance for someone that something or someone that is different than you or believe something different. And it, I don't understand why we feel so, I don't know. We just, we, tolerance is a virtue. And I feel like we're, I didn't realize tolerance was a virtue into recent years. Yeah. We have, we, we can't, we, we really lack tolerance for each other being different or having different opinions. Yeah, I'm a disagree. <laughs> no, but because I think that, and not just I'm not just talking about politically. Yeah, I'm talking about in every sense of the word. Well, and I think that that to me it's two ways, right? Like, yeah, other stuff like agree to disagree all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care. I like learning. I like different people. I like to study different things. But like the, you know, when you guys said like the beauty of this country to like believe like whatever political view you want. Yeah, like big picture, anyone can have any beliefs. But it gets to a level, especially now, where really America's like hundreds of years back where we should be as far as like how progressive we are. And certain people's perspectives are so ignorant and really Mm -hmm. based on hate and fucking insecurity and nonsense that... I can't tolerate like I feel like people have had enough and enough is enough and it's okay not to tolerate that I support you Um, but that's your belief and I think the issue is that like someone should have my belief because it's perfect (laughs) but like that's the issue is that we can't talk with like someone who feels who is with the other side can't talk with someone on the left Mm -hmm. you know like because they're just going back and forth trying to like make the other person looked dumb. No, because... Okay, I'll say this and I'll stop talking about this. To me, it's not about Democrats and Republicans, right? To me, our current president goes beyond that. I don't even think he's a Republican. He's whatever the fuck he right. wants to be. So, it's not about, like, having a civil conversation when it comes to human rights, racism. Like, why well, would I want... one has done his fair share as well. Well, that's, and I'm not that's... saying about who... I'm just talking okay. about human rights. Well, and that's I, that's exactly what I was going to say. It's not about Democrat, Republican. I think what is creating such a hostile environment is the fact that we have a celebrity right. as 
as running like a four-year-old celebrity running this nation this right. you and know a so, businessman and a businessman good at making money he's yeah. real good at fucking so making money so i think it's so i think it's just the person that's leading our country that we it's it's hard to have he's just created an environment where it's okay hate is okay because this is the first election that i've seen and i haven't been a part of so many elections but where i've seen so much like hate like you were name called today you were verbally assaulted today because mm-hmm. and- i was oh my god i was <laughs> okay, okay. and i told him i have a job thank you very much um <laughs> but you were verbally ass- assaulted today and someone someone felt okay to do that to you to say that to you mm-hmm. and so that's the part that is intolerable for me i just don't understand I, again i don't understand where the anger is coming from for them to feel the need to yell at you and verbally assault you and you know what's worse this is what's the worst part is that perhaps those individuals that yelled at you had their kids in the car Mm -hmm. and so right then and there you're you're teaching your kids that verbally assaulting a female is okay or you know what I mean like it's just like you're you're passing that on to your to the next generation and so that's where I'm like I want to be able to encourage our people to be like Let's not, let's be okay with other people having a different opinion because we need to build tolerance. We lack tolerance now. It's okay to be different. That's what makes the United States of America so beautiful. It's because we all come from different backgrounds. We all have different belief systems. We all bring something to this nation and we can't let certain individuals create anger inside of us where we no longer we're, we're, we're pretty much going down to their level when we're no longer able to accept other people having different opinions. You know, when I feel like we could have, I just hope that we're able to get to the point after when these elections are over, we're able to sit down and move forward. Whatever the results may be, I just hope that we're able to work with each other and not hate your neighbor because he has a certain political view. Still be able to have a conversation about football, regardless of his political view. Right. You know, that's what I hope that I'm we're able to... I'm just not there with you guys. I think I'm that hateful neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know it's hard. I mean, I, mean, yeah, I get like, it. I, I like to judge people not on their political views, but on their actions. So, like, if you were to... If I'm walking down the street and you say some slick shit to me, then I'm like, yeah, that motherfucker's an asshole. But to me, this is not political. This is personal. Yeah. To me, this well, is and personal. That's, yeah. I mean, for sure. And I, I th- get that part. Mm-hmm. I get that part. And I get it. I get it because you, because I think as being Latino, we've, we've dealt with stuff via internet in person. Mm-hmm. Our parents have dealt with that. So we carry, we carry some of those, um, obviously experiences with us. Mm-hmm. You know, and so, and so that's what's hard. But, you know, I've, so someone told me one time, you could, you could um, control who you hang around with in regards to your family. You can't choose your family, but when you get to a certain age, you could no longer have, you know, contact with them if you choose not to. Yeah. With friends, you could choose your friends, you could choose your partner, but you can't choose your coworkers. That's the one environment Mm -hmm. where you're always going to work with people from different backgrounds, from different environments. Who you might not agree with, but it also gives you an opportunity to change your environment and interact with people who are different from you. So you could either 
take that as an opportunity to learn. Like, for, for example, I worked, um, I worked at a call center when I was younger and there was this guy who you could, he was, he was a white guy and he was super nerdy, had gone to college, had never had any kind of life experience. He was super, super sheltered. And when he went and worked with, there was a lot of like, there was a lot of diversity where we worked. I feel like he had culture shock. Mm-hmm. He had extreme culture shock because his whole environment was nothing but people that looked like him. So it was cool for him to understand us a little bit more and for us to understand him. We can't, we are born, like, we're just born the way we are. We're born with our backgrounds. We're born with our skin color. We're born, we can't, we didn't get a choice. We can't choose that our parents are privileged. You know, we can't, we don't get a choice. And so that's why I, for me, it's more of an empathy and getting to know other people because you also get an opportunity to show them and maybe break their stereotypes that they might have about Mexicans. I'm Mexican. People have stereotypes about my me and my culture all the time. But when I interact with someone that has a different background, perhaps they're able to break those stereotypes and perhaps they're able to see beyond my quote unquote Mexican, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think I'm all down for that. They also say at work not to talk politics. So that, politics that religion, allows you yeah. to have a different view of the person. Mm-hmm. But I agree. And that's why I love traveling so much. I like to learn about different things. Um, but particularly with this topic, I think it was just personal. But I also think that people should not have to walk on eggshells to ask questions or say things, right? Which... Like, I've had some white people crack some jokes, like racial jokes, and I I don't take it back. I think it's hilarious because Mm -hmm, it's the mm -hmm, intention mm -hmm. with it. I think it could have taken, you know, gone off really badly, but we've had honest conversations about what they've been exposed to, like blah, blah, blah. But I think that it just depends with the intention and what you say things, but yeah, I and I think that's why a lot of people are judged on social media because of what they say. But mm-hmm. at the same time, people should not have to hold back every time. Like, I don't know if it happens to you guys, but sometimes I want to post something and then I think mm-hmm. about it three, four times. Sometimes I ask producer and he's like, don't do that. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I won't. Um, but it's because of that potential like repercussion or that cancel culture bullshit. We can't take a joke anymore. We live yeah. or we can't even take a joke because if you post something that could be like somewhat racial or like it's we're making fun of ourselves or fun of, you know, uh-huh. we automatically like get punished or you feel like, shit, I can't post that because <gasps> think, you know what I mean? You're right. Uh-huh. Like there's stuff that I have. I'm like, this is so funny, but I would never post it because people can't handle it anymore. Yeah. Like we can't joke about things anymore. We can't even make fun of ourselves. We can't make fun of ourselves <laughs> <laughs> well it's that shaming piece right because mm-hmm. it sure is how people don't post it but they have group chats all over it you know yeah. and it's like you post it there yeah but if you publicly. do it this public thing you We're just afraid. don't know where it's gonna end yeah. and so we just need to be start taking things so serious like really honestly we just and be more empathetic with one another and just um Open your ears and close your mouth, and hopefully you could have. <laughs> That's hard for me. <laughs> I can't keep my mouth closed. I'm that person that talks during mass. That no, I'm just talks. 
No, I'm saying, but no, I yeah, you know I what I mean. I like it. I mean. um, <laughs> we no longer do our closing thoughts anymore, have we? Oh no, because it was scary stuff last one. Uh-huh. Yeah, here we do. But yeah, no, I think people should just be open to hearing other perspectives and not being afraid of social media because we do see a lot of people that with this whole cancel culture, it can be something that people have done recently or something that happened like 20 years ago where maybe 20 years ago it was socially acceptable, but now it's no longer. So then you're paying for mm-hmm. the crime well, essentially. And from back I in- mean, maybe you were ignorant on certain things 10 years ago, but since yeah. you're 10 years, you've mm-hmm. learned, you've, you've, you're not the same person. You can't judge someone. And that's what they do. They bring up people's past and they're like, it's just crazy. Yeah. You just can't judge someone on people's past. I don't know. Yeah. What are y'all's closing thoughts? <laughs> I feel like this conversation has been draining starting with my life. <laughs> Belen got passionate. And I appreciate that passion because I'm with you on a lot of the things. Yeah. I'm with you on a lot of things. I've... I've just, I like learning. I like learning. I like talking to different people because it gives me an opportunity to just gauge people. And I love talking to people too. And strangers. Yeah, you do. I know you do. That's what I'm like. (laughs) I know you do. You're super open. You love. Yeah, I know. I know you do. Like someone needs to fund us (laughs) to go on trips (laughs) so we can continue to talk to people and share all of their experiences with you all. (laughs) closing thoughts closing thoughts um well i kind of said mine just um i just hope we get to a point where we're able to just create more empathy towards one another and just more tolerance and we're able to just be okay with embracing each other's different backgrounds different belief systems and and being able to get along with each other even though we might be different and stop bullying people and stop cyber bullying people. Mm-hmm. It's not good for mental health. <laughs> Pancho. See you guys next week. <laughs> <laughs> for real? Yeah. So this whole conversation was that meaningless to you? Um, No. I don't know what I don't know what to say. I mean, <laughs> believe whatever you want to believe. I don't know. Okay, that's all. That's, that's acceptable. Yeah, just talk with people. Get in, like, try to feel out other people's experience. Be open to listen. Listen to other people's experiences. I dig it. I dig it. Kinda. I think <laughs> be passionate. No. If you want to be passionate, believe whatever the fuck you want to believe, and hopefully you would b- believe what I believe in, so we can get along and be happy. <laughs> okay so for our answers with personality segment y'all what what and have you if you ever have so have you ever gotten away with something in your past that could have potentially gotten you in trouble we're in the confessional room who goes first I have something came to mind. Let's let Pancho go first. Yeah, since his last answer was so (laughs) Believe what you want to believe is good. (laughs) So what's the question? Have I ever... Gotten away with something, fool? (gasps) 
Okay. Do you want to share? <laughs> I plead the fifth. Pancho. Respect my answers. <laughs> oh, answers no. with personality. Well, Maddie, you said tell Barb respect now, so guess, I guess what? We have I to respect. <laughs> Give us like a sneak peek. Could you have been arrested by the stuff you got away with? Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. Maybe. <laughs> In this podcast, we don't self-incriminate, so that is totally acceptable. Yeah. Um, okay, I'll go. So let's see. When I was in high school, maybe early college, there was a concert. It was, um, <laughs> I won't disclose the name of the band or the group. Um, but anywho, I had, I didn't really have a really good job. I was, I didn't, I didn't, I guess I was a little broke. And so we wanted to, my girlfriends and I wanted to go to this concert. And so one of us bought a ticket and it was like a paper ticket. And so we, um, we made copies of it. We made it look super legit and real. And we all got into the concert and a few of our other friends got into the concert as well with a fake, with a few fake tickets. That is amazing. <laughs> so like, do you remember like how much one ticket was? Um, I think the tickets were like $35 each. So and how many copies you make? Like five? Like six. That's the bomb ass thing. <laughs> we had a good old time. And we ended up meeting the group that night too. So it was kind of cool. They don't know that. I won't, do, I won't name the group. <laughs> that is super cool. You'll post a picture later on social media. Right? <laughs> <laughs> we do have one. <laughs> so that's, so we, I did get away with that. We did get away with that. That is like super, I'm impressed. Thank you. We used, it was, yeah. You can't do it anymore because everything's electrical right. now, like electronic. Yeah. <laughs> like I never got to know that side of you, but I'm jealous. <laughs> Mine is boring. Like I went to Vegas before 21 and got into a bunch of places. Um, and didn't get ID. Yeah, mm. because I had no U.S. issued documents. Mm. You know <laughs> so. what? I'm gonna jump on that bad one. I had a fake ID when I was 18. And I used it till I was 21. That's cool. But to, just to get into the clubs, just to go dance, not to drink yeah. or buy cigarettes or anything crazy. It was just literally because I wanted to go dancing. See, I didn't even have a fake ID. I just had my college ID. <laughs> That's what I used as my identity. And you got in? See. Oh, perfect. Mike? Except one fucking place denied me. I still hold a grudge. <laughs> I got denied one time too, but my ID looked fake, fake. <laughs> <laughs> surprised i got in anywhere else it was the one you made like at walmart parking lot <laughs> oh my gosh i feel like i have a pattern of <laughs> counterfeiting stuff <laughs> i don't just anymore kidding. that's the old me <laughs> just kidding <laughs> well thank you guys for listening to our episode today don't forget to listen every Tuesday on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Make sure you give us a five-star review. Thank you so much for joining us. We have some fun topics coming up. So mm-hmm. share us with your friends. And yes, thank you for listening. Enjoy your week. Take care. Peace out. Adios. <laughs>